This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, Episode 143, The Genius of Flexibility, Security Mutual's Combo Writer with Marty Smith. Traditional financial planning is no longer working. And in the new normal economy, your host, certified financial planner Mark Willis, invites you to join us as we engage the new and improved steps for establishing financial sanity. Be curious, be stable, be sane. This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think different about your money, your economy, and your future. Imagine with me for a moment, you've just bought a brand new house. You love the house. You love the neighborhood. You expect this home value will appreciate for the foreseeable future. You want to raise your family there. You're happy with this purchase, overwhelmingly happy. And let's say that you're out one afternoon exploring your large backyard of this new home, and you notice this back house that you didn't notice even when you purchased the property. Intrigued, you open the doors to this barn, this back house, and you're surprised to see all of these raw materials, construction material, cement cylinder blocks, two-by-fours, nails, plywood, everything you'd need to construct additions on this beautiful home. You think for a moment, hey, my home is only 2,000 square feet, but with all this material, I'm going to be able to add more to my home. I'm going to be able to triple my square footage. Can you imagine how extremely happy you are with your home purchase? I mean, that's how your home will grow. It's going to grow with all those additions and be even more valuable as a gift to your family and, of course, to your pocketbook. Now, I want to keep that image in your mind as we introduce our guest today. Our guest today is Marty Smith, the regional vice president of the Security Mutual Life Insurance Company of New York. He loves the bank on yourself concept, and he's been using it for years himself. And he believes that dividend-paying, cash-value, whole-life insurance is the greatest financial product that's ever been created. A quote directly from him. So I can't wait to introduce you to Marty and a very incredible uh, writer, since this is part of our Writers mini-series, that I think you really ought to know about as you explore this strategy of the bank-on-yourself concept. So take it away, Marty. Marty, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Thanks so much for having me. Man, I'm so glad to have you. It's, uh, it's, as always, a huge honor, and I can't wait to get into some of the specifics of what I believe is one of the most unique and specially designed type whole life policies in the universe. It's a zebra among zebras when we're talking about the combo rider. Uh, I want to talk to you a bit about some of the limitations of ordinary, traditionally funded, you call it uh, capitalized whole life policies. Uh, we sometimes call it bank on yourself type whole life policies. Uh, so, you know, there's a sort of design of general whole life insurance that has to satisfy um, the seven pay test and the MEC limits. Could you talk a bit about sort of the the ordinary design and the the typical funding of level paid whole life insurance? Sure. The uh, the idea is, you know, in a in a the old-fashioned way of thinking about whole life before the bank on yourself or becoming your own banker, normally where you'd pay a premium and that would be considered an all base premium. And that would, you know, at your age and underwriting class that you would receive a death benefit based on your age and underwriting class, your, your health at the time. And, uh, and then it would 
grow over time. Dividends would, uh, there'd be little dividends in the beginning and then dividends would, you know, increase as the policy aged, as you capitalized it more. Uh, you know, and there, and that would normally be the, the, the premium that you paid would be up to the MEC limit there. Now what happens in the bank on yourself type policy, or as we say, it's security mutual capitalized whole life is that there's the way that the policies have been designed is that there is a base premium, right? And that creates a, a base policy death benefit. But depending on what the modified endowment contract or the MEC limit is, you can put additional premium into the policy and what we call at Security Mutual, you know, paid up additions or paid up additions riders. So, so there's really two components. You have the base premium and then you have the paid up addition premium there. The paid up additions by death benefit, permanent death benefit on a, based on your age and underwriting class at the time that you pay those premiums there. So what happens in that situation is that, wow, you could put in additional premiums into the contract. It creates additional death benefit, additional cash values, plus additional permanent paid up additions death benefit that are all that are all added up into the base contract that are all added up into the total overall contract. So instead of having little dividends at the beginning, if you put in a paid up additions of uh, 10,000, almost $9,500, $9,600 of that 10,000 paid up additions shows up immediately as cash, which is available to you when? Immediately. Immediately. So, Love it. So if you put money in day one, literally you could get it out day two, or as we like to say, day 11 after the 10 day free look. So, uh, yeah, but, but it is possible to get money in and out of the contract immediately. And that's the beauty of that because if you wanted to finance something right away, you have the cash to do so. And, uh, and, and that's what the life insurance and that's what the banking on yourself idea is all about. Again, to use, to use the money from your life insurance policy or use the money from the life insurance company ultimately as the place where you're going to make your major capital purchases. Now, uh, that is what I think is just stellar about uh, bank on yourself type whole life policies, capitalized whole life. So if you've got a base premium of let's say 4,000 bucks, we can add with designing it correctly, um, we can add 6,000 extra dollars into the PUA or paid up additions rider as long as that MEC limit, that modified endowment contract limit, is let's say ten thousand, so four plus six is ten thousand. As long Correct. as we stay under ten thousand dollars, we we have a uh, tax favored financial asset. Uh, now that supposes that we've always got ten grand a year to go into the policy. Now, Marty, ah. not everybody. Let's talk about business owners. Let's talk about real estate investors. Let's talk about people who have unexpected windfalls. You know, how do you get, how, do, how can you be um, more flexible with some of the options and riders available through Security Mutual? Well, Mark, I'm glad you asked. All right. So we've gotten to the secret sauce over here. What uh, Security Mutual has is this rider, and we call it the combo rider. 
And the combo rider is a combination of term insurance plus paid up additions. So what you would do then, what, what really happens is in order to increase the MEC limit, you have to increase the death benefit or the face amount of the policy, which, which, which increases the total amount of money that you can put into the policy. So with the combo rider, what the client would normally do is select a base premium and then depending on the, the death benefit portion of the combo rider, the higher they increase that, then they're able to put in additional paid up additions into the policy to magnify how much you could to magnify how much premium you could have in the policy. And of course, what happens is a portion of that, the paid up additions in the combo rider pays for the term insurance costs, right? But then the, other, the majority of it goes immediately into cash value as paid up additions. So, so, so let me see if I can explain that again. So you've got this sort of hybrid rider uh, which riders are just options or augmentations uh, to the whole life policy. You know, um, if you've got a spoiler on your car, that's a that's a rider, you might say, a change. Or if you've got a sunroof on your car, that's a way to change that car a little bit. Um, and riders do that same thing. And there's lots of riders out there, right? There's probably a couple hundred riders across all the insurance companies out there. But this one is very unique because it, it uses a combination of term insurance, which is the cheapest form of insurance per year, uh, and uh, paid up additions. And what you're saying is we lift up that death benefit as cheaply and as highly as we want to, uh, which allows us then with any amount of, up to a certain limit, I guess, uh, any amount of money we can dump into that rider, and it converts that term insurance over to paid up additions uh, while keeping us under that uh, nasty mech limit, which you know is is that special number that we cannot exceed uh, on each person's special specially designed custom designed policy. Am I tracking right. with you so far, Marty? You have explained it beautifully. the The idea of keeping the policy as a non mech policy is that it retains all the unique tax advantages that life insurance offers. The, the thing that I really would say that the, the unique characteristic of the combo rider is, is that it answers these three questions for clients. How much premium flexibility do you want, right? You know, if you are a business owner, if you are a professional with uh, crazy accounts receivable and crazy clients who uh, pay or don't pay, uh, that what the combo rider allows you to do is pay just about whatever you want into the contract, depending on what's available at the time, right? So, so it answers the question, if you need premium flexibility, the combo rider is a perfect rider to add to your policy. The second question that it asks is, how much premium do you want to pay into the contract? Now, the idea of how much premium is, is that once a client, once a person understands uh, the banking concept, normally it's a revelation and 
then you start seeing where you have your money. My wife, for example, obviously because both she and I were the uh, uh, children of Depression-era parents, whatever, she loved seeing money in the bank. And I kept saying to her, honey, money in the bank is not the place where you want to keep it. It's not, it's not the, it isn't the best parking place for your money. It doesn't have multiple uses as this. So, so it was an educational process that I had to take my wife through in order for her to understand that, wait a second, all the money, you love seeing a big number in the bank account, but guess what? You're going to love it even more when it's in the life insurance policy. And the reason is, and I kept having to say, hey, listen, I'm doing this for you. Don't you understand? The death benefit's on who? Right. It's on me. <laughs> if anything were to happen to me, and this is the reason I do that, is because I love you and I want mm -hmm. you to have this and I want to maximize the value of every dollar that we have. Plus, again, you know, without going into it there, you know, obviously we use our policies like our own bank and we take loans in order to make purchases and to, uh, you know, do what we have to do in life, right? We, mm -hmm. Different expenses that come up. So, so that's the second question. So once you understand how much money you have, it's a question of, well, why don't I move this portion of my money into this? And then the third question becomes, when do I want to pay those premiums? So, so I have the option. I don't have to do everything at once with the combo rider. I can literally use what Nelson Nash would say is this exercise in imagination and prophecy. I, ha I have this idea of literally, you know, how much money do I want to start this with? Then what's going to happen next year? Am I expecting an inheritance down the road? Am I going to sell uh, asset that I have, a piece of land, a business, or something like that, a property, where am I going to put that money? So what the combo writer allows you to do is creating the space for the sale of assets, for unexpected windfalls to occur, for expected windfalls, for people who have uh, uneven cash flow. All those issues are the are the things that the combo rider was designed to help people solve. In the past, people who had business owners who, you know, had uh, up and down income, you know, they never would be uh, advised to buy whole life because it was, you know, that was the premium. That's what you had to pay. That's what you had to do. No flexibility. But, yeah. No flexibility. But now because of the combo rider with all its flexibility, what it really allows people to do is to say, all right, well, you know, this year I could put 100000 in, next year I could put 10000 in. The following year I could put another 10000 in, and the year after that, oh, guess what? I could put $200,000 in the following year. The amazing thing to me who, who has been in the life insurance industry for practically my entire career is that in the past, once you set what the premium is going to be, you can't put additional premiums into it. Right? And you can't really lower policy. it. I, you can't lower it much And you either. can't lower it. Mm -hmm. But now, because of the combo rider, you can go tremendously higher. You can go, you can just pay what the base premium is going to be. You have, you have that control under your system, plus you have the control with all the advantages 
of what a whole life contract brings to the table there. The dividends, the interest, the, the guarantees that come along with all of this. It's just, uh, such a, it's just such a wonderful product to have. And especially if, you know, especially if you need the flexibility. So it's, uh, you know, it, it was designed for exactly for that purpose. Well, that's, uh, so again, the, the numbers you just gave us are truly remarkable. If you know anything about whole life insurance and a lot of our listeners have become very knowledgeable in this, I'm really impressed with everybody's capacity here, uh, to track here, but so you could put as little as you know eight grand or ten grand, let's say ten grand in one year, and then if you've got the room in the combo writer, you can dump a hundred grand the next year into the policy, and then back down to ten the following year, uh, and then back Correct. up uh, if you've got the room. Um, Correct. So Correct. All of so, that's still without exceeding the modified endowment contract rules, keeping the whole thing accessible, tax-free under current law. Right. That is the way to do it. There. Uh, you know, from, from our perspective, to use your policy as a banking policy, to become your own banker, to bank on yourself, it's the ability to have uh, the, well, I shouldn't say perfect, but a damn near perfect storage facility for your, for your, uh, for your money there. It just works so, it just works so beautifully. And, and to realize that it was something that's, uh, been recently created, you realize that, Hey, the more people, the more people understand about the concept, the more the companies begin to understand and the more willing they are to create the products that people your your clients, your your friends, our friends, whatever, what they need to conduct business and live their own lives, having this incredible, flexible tool in order to uh, serve their purposes there and and ultimately build their own personal financial wealth along those lines. So just to kind of give folks an idea of an imagination scenario here where to give you all sort of an idea of how flexible this can be, I'm looking at a scenario here where there's a 45-year-old uh, who in the first year decides they can fund the policy at $45,000 in the first year. In the second, third, and fourth year, uh, this person only puts in eight grand for those years, second, third, and fourth years. But then in the fifth year, I see a large lump sum of $145,300 getting dumped into the policy all at once as if somehow maybe they sold their real estate, maybe they Correct. sold a business, maybe it was an inheritance that they were expecting, a parent passing or whatnot. Um, you know, the sky's the limit on exactly you know, how creative you want to be with designing this policy. Uh, Marty, what's the limitation? Uh, what, you know, is there anything that we're not seeing? Any consideration here that we need to be aware of? Again, the only limitation that you have under this scenario here was the the amount of the combo rider. Under the scenario that you were just describing, you know, eight thousand was really the base premium. The difference between eight thousand and forty five was the maximum combo rider premium. So what happens during that time is that a portion of the combo rider term death benefit gets converted over to permanent paid up death benefit. 
by paying, by waiting what happens to the combo rider because what we, I, this might be a little more complicated, it becomes a cumulative mech calculation, meaning we could put the additional, uh, uh, the additional 30, you know, $35,000 into the combo rider. But if we don't put it in, say, in year two, well, that additional 35 carries over to the following year. I see. So in year three, then, we'd have 35 plus another 35 or 70. Right. And, and then, then if ongoing. we didn't put it in, if we didn't put it in in the fourth year, that it carries over on top of that. And then ultimately, the maximum that we can put in at any one time, in, in, and say like the example that you gave, was the 145000 uh in order and what happens then once you pay that that amount or that's what the that's what the policy would allow you to put in that converts all of the term rider uh combo rider term into permanent so at that point in time you have five hundred thousand dollars of permanent insurance that you never have to pay for again it's like having an albatross you know, around your neck. You can't get rid of that 500000 It's my dream, Mark, that's always been that people have guaranteed insurance that they don't have to pay for anymore, and that's what the combo rider wow. does. You can continue to pay $8,000. You can always, because this is a whole life policy, you can always pay the base premium ongoing, and what does that do? Well, it's going to increase your cash value by more than 8000 every time you put it in at that point in time. But that 500000 out there is going to stay there with you for your whole life. The only way you could get rid of it is tell the company, literally, that you don't want it anymore. You don't and, want to add any more money to it. Yeah. Well, you can't add any more money to that. You can always pay the base premium, but you, your combo rider is paid up. Mm -hmm. So the real issue then is, well, what about this? What if you wanted to pay more money into the contract? What if you wanted to pay 10 times more into the combo rider? Well, all you have to do is increase the term portion of the combo rider in order to get 10 times the amount. So instead of the maximum premium of being uh, 45000 you could put in 10 times what the base policy is. So if the base policy is, is uh, 8000 you could put in an additional 80000 Wow. into the combo rider by just increasing what the death benefit is on the combo rider and do that. But guess what? We don't even stop there. With the combo rider, how would you like to pay 20 times more than the base? Again, it's just a question of increasing the total death benefit of the combo rider. So just to give you some proportionality, Let's say over here, the total death benefit, the original combo rider putting in 45 was, because that's the mech limit, was 500,000. In order to put in 10 times, I'd have to make the combo rider $1.4 million. So, plus the base, mm -hmm. what the base was. So then I could put in $88,000 a year, every year if I wanted to, right? Let's say I wanted to put in 20 times, I just have to increase the, combo rider death benefit again a little over two times maybe make it around three million and i could put in a hundred sixty thousand dollars every year into the contract if i wanted to or 20 times more the base wow 20 times more than the base yeah the 
ultimate limit of the combo rider right now is 250000 So anybody out there who wants to get $250,000 into the contract, you would need a, uh, you know, a pretty substantial death benefit. But guess what? That would give you the right to put in a quarter of a million dollars plus whatever the base premium is uh, day one. So incredible. It's pretty exciting there. You know, one of the metaphors I've used in the past, Marty, I'd love to get your thoughts on this. With the combo rider, it's almost like uh, you've got a base policy and you've got a combo rider, okay? And both of those have a certain amount of uh, death benefit attached and each one has a certain amount of annual payment due, even if that's, you know, $1 to the combo rider, let's say, right? Correct. Um, which is possible, I guess. Uh, so the 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 metaphor I've used is like, imagine buying a house that's, let's say it's 2,000 square feet when you buy it. And that house is going to you know, grow and appreciate in value with the market. Who knows it? Let's say 4% a year. Uh, and that's just going to keep doing whatever it's going to do due to the, the neighborhood growing and appreciating in value. It's only 2,000 square feet. So it's not going to be worth more than what a 2,000 square foot house would, would be worth in your neighborhood. Uh, but when you bought your house, that 2,000 square foot house, it came with it, uh, a, a large shack in the back, a large tool shed in the back with all this raw material that uh, was not yet you know, constructed, but it was cylinder blocks, it was cement blocks, it was uh, nails and uh, drywall and two by fours, and all of that material needed to make and add additions to your house. Uh, and they would be fully paid for because they were already bought. They're just sitting in your backyard. All you have to do is convert it from temporary raw material over to paid up additions on your house. And you're adding that extra bathroom this year. And maybe next year you take a break and you don't add anything to your house. But then three years go by and then you add an entire new level, a second story onto the house all in one year. Now your house is, is 8,000 square feet, not 2,000. And all of a sudden, you've got all this paid up, paid off additions on your house, and you've still got the ordinary 2,000 square foot house that's still appreciating in the neighborhood. Wouldn't that house be worth a lot more if it was 8,000 square feet, not just two? Absolutely. And you've got the, you've got the absolute freedom to do nothing with that backyard um, backyard. You've got absolute flexibility to do anything or nothing with that uh, store of, of raw material in your backyard. Absolutely. The, it, it's kind of like this. It's this idea of, you know, when I buy a car, do I buy a whole car or do I buy it, you know, wheels at a time and then I have to assemble the car? No, I buy the whole car. Right. If I buy the house, I'm I'm buying the whole house here. I'm I have the potential to do all this stuff. What the combo writer says is, "Hey, listen, you we're going to start you off. You, what you have here is you have your to put it in this terms that you just said. You have your two hundred. You have your two thousand square foot house. But guess what? You just don't see it. But that house is really an 8,000 square foot house. What we're allowing you to do is anytime you want with very few restrictions, you're going to be able to go from the potential 
to the actual to make that an 8,000 square foot house. We're not pressuring you to do it. It's when, you're, it's when you want to work on it. You put it the work in, and we're going to, and it's going to, it's going to magically appear, and it never goes away after it magically appears. So the idea behind this is, yeah, you you know you've you've got all the you've got you've bought everything, whatever. It's just now assembling. The company is willing to pay you the total amount of what it is if anything happens to you. But what we want you to do over the course of your lifetime is to or or in whatever time frame you see fit is to complete that house so that it's there permanently for you and for your heirs and it's just going to grow even more after that the whole point is once you pay it up you could still it's still going to keep growing you know that house is going to get bigger than 8000 ultimately there even after you pay it off so yeah. It, it, yeah, unlike a housing market, this policy grows on a guaranteed basis for the rest of our lives, uh, and there's nothing we can do to stop it. There is nothing we can do to stop it. That, see, that's, that's the perfect product, Mark. See, that, that's, that's the guaranteed insurance that once it's, once it's paid for, it's there, Love it. and it stays there, and it grows, and, it, and the paid-up additions part of it has its own dividend portion that keeps paying on that. Wow. Well, for our listeners, as we look over some of this, I want to get into some numbers briefly and then we'll wrap up here. Uh, but in our show notes, you'll see it. And illustration that we designed here had a 36-year-old male putting in a large lump sum, $275,000 in the first year. And half of the death benefit was term death benefit, part of that combo rider that we described. Actually, $5 million was the combo rider and roughly $3 million was the, the base death benefit. Correct. So the vast majority of the expenses are going into the more efficient combo rider, let's say. Um, and in the first year, he had 275000 that went into the policy and he's got $225,000 in liquid cash year one, month one. The second year, he pulls way back. He says, you know, my business is just not working well. I can come up, I can scratch together 40 grand. And for him, that made great sense. Even so, his cash value went up to 234000 bucks, And they didn't really do much converting of the combo rider in that second year. Uh, and then as you look down the show notes here, guys, you'll see it. Uh, he's putting in lots of various amounts, good years, bad years. A year in year seven, for example, where he couldn't even come up with that thirty-nine grand, So he borrows from his almost $900,000 cash value to pay for the premiums uh, that were required, the base premiums, right? So even uh, in a tight spot, if you couldn't come up with the base premium, sure, it's not fun to do, but you could borrow from your policy, pay for the required base premium, and then that policy is paid off when you're back on your feet. You can pay that loan off of the policy when you're back on your feet, as this gentleman does in year eight, where he dumps in $331,000 uh, between the loan and the combo rider. Uh, Marty, would you add anything else to what you're seeing as you look at this, these numbers? You know, the, the thing I would say is to realize that what's happening in the combo rider is that the, it's always being transformed. Whatever the total of the combo rider was, there, if you add up the difference, but if you add up the, the term of the combo rider plus the paid up additions death benefit, it's always going to add up to the original 
you know, combo hmm. rider death benefit until it goes down to zero. If you add dividends in, you're going to obviously, as soon as you add dividends in, you know, it's going to be greater. The permanent paid up additions port is always going to be greater there. So uh, it's an interesting phenomenon. But, you know, Mark, we use the term loan. And I know years ago, people didn't like the idea of loaning, but the idea behind a policy loan is that it's it allows you, it creates the hole that you need to put in additional cash into the policy. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a certain phenomenon. Say like some people are expecting an inheritance, right? So, you know, if you, let's say you're expecting a, a $500,000 inheritance and you had a policy with, uh, uh, you know, you know more or, or cash value in it greater than that. Well, what would be the problem? There would be no problem to take, to borrow the money, right? Create the, create a hole knowing that that money is going to be, all that money is going to be replenished either through, you know, if you're a business owner and you created the hole, whatever, well, you do that. Why? to make more money. So either your business is going to be more successful and you're going to throw more money into the policy, right? To pay off the loan ultimately to mm -hmm. give you more collateral capacity so you could borrow the money out again at some point for your business. Or let's say you wanted to, let's say my wife and I wanted to go on a trip, right? You know? So I said, honey, we're going to go on a trip. It's going to cost us a hundred thousand dollars. We're going to go around the world. We're going to spend our time. We're going to do everything right. We're going to, you know, we're going to stay at the best places, eat at the best restaurants, have a great time knowing that maybe down the road in one, two, five years, whatever, we would receive monies from where? Could be from an inheritance, could be from the sale of another asset where all we're going to do is take the gains that we, or all we're going to do is take the monies that would be coming to us and what we're going to do, we're going to replenish the cash values, restore that contract, restore not only the cash value, but the total death benefit again. So Fantastic. It, it's a constant process there. So it's just a pretty amazing thing. So Mark, when I think of all the business owners, all executives, all investors, real estate flippers, doctors, lawyers, accountants, managers, supervisors, athletes, Normal people, you know, mm -hmm. who el who can benefit from the flexibility of the combo rider? Every one of these people, everyone has the opportunity to do that, you know, and, you know, the nice thing about this right now with Security Mutual, you know, representing them is that, that uh, you know, what other policy or rider can do what the combo rider can? I, I don't know if there is another company that can do it the way that, uh, that it can be done. It, it, it's just a great tool. Again, the wonderful thing about the life insurance industry that I, I, I certainly want everybody who's listening to understand is, uh, you know, all the companies that Mark uses, you know, I know those companies, the, my counterparts there, we're all friends and, uh, you know, we all talk to each other and uh, we're friendly, happy competitors. It's, it's a friendly it's a friendly kind of relationship that we all have together. And that's been my experience. And, you know, Marty, it's uh, speaking of friendly, it's been great to work with you and get to know you and, and uh, see how this strategy has helped benefit, you know, hundreds of lives that I've seen 
uh, specifically and hundreds of thousands across this country. Uh, so, you know, what are, uh, what's a final word of wisdom for listeners who are just stumbling across this strategy, maybe for one of the first times, uh, what would you leave folks if they want to dive in and, and learn more about this concept? Where do they start? Well, the two best places to start would be, uh, you know, uh, uh, Pamela Yellen's, you know, banking revolution there to read that book. And of course the original Bible of it all, Nelson Nash's becoming your own banker. It's uh, it's a book. Those are books that change people's lives, mine included, which I'm eternally grateful to, uh, to the authors of those books. So very cool. Well, Marty, thank you for your time and being on the show. Well, thank you, Mark. It's always a pleasure. I look forward to seeing you soon. Well, no doubt now you can see, what, like I did, how powerful this particular combo writer can be when added to a true bank-on-yourself design policy. Now, there are three things that I think the combo writer helps solve. One is the flexibility of whole life insurance. Oftentimes, old-fashioned whole life insurance is very inflexible. you got to put in that regular monthly amount or annual amount. With the combo writer, you've got incredible flexibility on the contributions or premiums you want or need to put into this policy. Number two, I think that the amount of premium is incredibly, unbelievably more flexible when you use the combo writer as opposed to just even a ordinary whole life insurance or even the regular paid up additions writer. That, that amount of flexibility can be double or triple what you put in last year depending on what's available in the combo writer. Finally, when do you want to pay that premium? I think the traditional limits of whole life insurance is you have to put in a certain amount each month or each year, but through the combo writer, you're able to dump in lump sums or skip a few years if you wish. It's incredibly flexible. So I've been very impressed with this. I have it in my own portfolio of policies, and I uh, am very glad again for Marty's contributions and his wisdom and insight into this strategy. Not only does he understand the tactics of the combo writer, but he gets the overall vision of bank on yourself as well. So thank you, Marty Smith, again. And thank you all, everyone, for joining us for this episode. Again, I want to just check in with you guys on the question of the month. We only have about a week left. If you couldn't leave your family any money, but could only leave one or two ideas or principles to achieve fulfillment and success, what would those be? And again, I need those uh, answers by June 7th. You can send it to speakpipe.com slash NYAFP. Or you can check your show notes, click on the link in the show notes, and we can have it there as well. So thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think different about your money, your economy, and your future. This has been another episode of the Not Your Average Financial Podcast. To join a financial revolution and start thinking different about money, go to www.nyafinancialpodcast.com and click Request a Meeting. The topics presented in this podcast are for general information only and not for the purposes of providing legal, accounting, or investment advice. On such matters, please consult a professional who knows your specific situation.